This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Now back to Riffin' with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again. It's Wednesday night. It's Riffin' with Raph and AD. The quickest two hours of the week. We're here with former Husker tight end, Monty Kratzenstein. Monty, I got to ask the question. <laughs> Who was the better tight end? You or Jay Novacek? <laughs> Oh, you went there. No, there, there isn't even a close. It, first of all, I will go to my grave saying that Jay Novacek is is in the in the top ten all time athletes at Nebraska high school history. Period. And 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 I'll say that because of not just his his tight end prowess and you know he'll be in the ring ring of honor for the Dallas Cowboys, but because he was Olympian Olympic uh, tryout decathlete. People, people, he was an All-American t- uh, tight end at, at Wyoming, but he won the conference in the decathlon. He qualified for Olympic trials in the decathlon. The guy was an unbelievable athlete. He's, he's amazing. He's one of my heroes, one of my mentors. Monty, explain to Harrison <laughs> who, like I said, he's, he's, he's young enough to be our son. Explain yeah. who Jay Novacek is. Well, the, the Novacek family is, is kind of legendary in Gothenburg. Um, his dad, uh, Jerry Pat, J.P. Novacek, was our high school football coach there for years, coaching the Shrine Bowl. Coach and, me in the Shrine Bowl. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you, I got stories. Oh, you. yeah. And you got stories, too. <laughs> Quite a character. Just a character. But um, Jay was five years older than me. Uh, and, and, you know, when you're in eighth grade, how you just idolize guys. Right. Just idolize guys. And he had a class of guys there at Gothenburg High School that were just, just super guys. We just idolized him. And uh, Jay was kind enough. I mean, he'd come back to Gothenburg and work out. And his dad did keys to the weight room. He'd give us the keys to the weight room because his younger brother, Bump. Bump Novacek. Bump yep. Novacek was in my class. So that was one of the, the, the greatest things about my high school career was because nobody paid any attention to me because Bump was in the class. I mean, wow. and Bump was, was a, was a trem- I mean, he was one of the best athletes in the state of Nebraska. Yeah. The first 16-foot pole vaulter in Nebraska history. Yep. Uh, and he weighed about 215 pounds pole vault and 16 feet. Uh, just a tremendous athlete. He was uh, nominated for Athlete of the Year in, in the state of Nebraska. Uh, unfortunately, his, his college career didn't, didn't turn out. He came yep. to Nebraska. He was a scholarship player at Nebraska, and I was the walk-on tight end at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. They moved him to tight end, and that was a kind of an awkward kind of a tough situation for both of us because we were pretty good friends but then all of a sudden you're competing for a spot but anyway jay jay uh uh, went to wyoming was an all-american uh um decathlete 
I had a tremendous career with the Dallas Cowboys. Is still down Dallas. I traveled to Texas a little bit for work. Uh, have have hooked up with him. Had dinner with him. He he was he was my idol. And when yeah. he'd come back and work out, um, and even when I was at Nebraska, he was actually at uh, St. Louis Cardinals before they moved to Arizona That's for a right. couple of years. And That's he came right. back and he'd come back to Lincoln work out. And we do the seven on seven, or we do pass routes against defensive backs you in the bet. summer. And he'd come in and and uh, he taught me everything and, so and just just and 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 he just taught me uh, that whole Novacek family really was influential teaching me how to work um mm. i mean the the background of the farm ranch was the foundation but as right. far as transferring that to athletics and and you know trying to uh, understand that you know if you're not that talented which was was me not that athletic compared to um, you had to outwork people. That's and, right. And, and that's, that's the way, um, you know, my dad taught me that growing up. That's just what you do. You put your head down, you stay in your lane and you just work. And then, uh, my high school influence was, was those guys. Um, and then when I went to, when I went to college, it was, um, very much the same way where, you know, you know, there's, we had, we, there's fresh, you had, you've had guys from my era on before. That's so right. they've described this. I don't want to uh, bore the listeners no, with this, but there was, there was 25, uh, you had Steve Taylor on not very long ago. I was in Steve Taylor's recruiting class, mm-hmm. tremendous recruiting class, 25 um, scholarship athletes, but we had 50 walk-ons. 50 walk-ons. So there were 75 players on the freshman team. And and out of those 75, uh, I think only Leroy, ATN, uh, Steve Taylor, and uh, Broderick Thomas were the only three that did not redshirt because you played freshman ball, mm-hmm. you went through winter conditioning, you went spring ball, and then you you redshirted and then you got done red shirt and then maybe just maybe that third year you could maybe see the field a little bit and if yeah. you and you, and it was such a hierarchy it was yeah. such that way you know that absolutely and uh you know that that stuff's all gone um but what it did is it taught you so many different things it taught you again head down just grind along you never thought about the next season you never thought about the next um time period all you did is think about the next day and the next week that i mean you just just really really narrowed it down and and those are things that i've carried on my entire life as as far as you know you make your plan you you know everybody says what you're going to be doing in five years what you're going to be doing in in, you know Mm -hmm. 10 years Uh, boy i don't know i I know what i'm doing i know what i have planned for the next month i know what i have planned for the next week and i and and make my plan for tomorrow and and, and that all goes back to those days because you couldn't look at you were just trying to survive Right. You're just trying to get into that varsity locker room because you're in the North Stadium. Because <laughs> you're in the North Stadium with the old, with the open toilets and the, and the, and the steel in it. And, and Walt Johnson just giving you heck all oh. the time. Love, love that man. Love that man. But that's what it was. Monty, you said um, the next day you couldn't look too far ahead. Mm-hmm. 50 walk-ons. Brady, Nebraska, walk-on, like myself, came to Nebraska and you're looking at all these other guys who were not only just all states or played in the Shrine Bowl in their prospective states. They were all Americans, all region, mm-hmm. USA Today guys. What was the mindset that you brought in to Nebraska knowing that, you know what, <laughs> I'm going against some guy. Well, Bump, one of your best buddies. Yeah. Bump yeah. Novacek, scholarship guy. What was your mindset coming in? Um, 
just wondering if 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 I could compete. Just wondering if I could make the team. Wondering, mm-hmm. you know. And again, I I'll never forget these these stories. You know, some of my best friends, just like you, some of my best friends today are those come kind of those walk on guys that I hung yep. around with. You know, and we were sitting there. I know getting ready for our first because then you play the Shrine Bowl. Yep. You had one day off, that was and then it. and then you took your physical and you got ready and you went testing. That's right. And and I was there watching testing, watching freshman testing, watching some of these dudes. You know, and you can imagine, you know, oh, Broderick yeah. comes in, Steve Taylor comes in, Leroy Etienne comes in. Oh yeah. You know, uh, Richard Bell. Lawrence uh, P. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence <laughs> yeah. P. But but then they were the older guys, yeah. right? They're, they're the older guys, right? And so then you see, you weren't even worried about the older guys. All you're worried about is that that group of freshmen. I saw that group of freshmen right. testing out. And I'm like, I, 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 there's no way I can ever compete. So all I said was, just, I just gotta gotta survive. I just gotta try to make the team, make the freshman team. I didn't, I didn't know they didn't cut people at that time. I mean, but but that was my mentality. Just don't get cut. Right. And then once you get involved in it, you're like, hey, I can kind of compete a little bit here. I'm going to see if I can, I can maybe I can start some games at the freshman level. And then you, you get to do that. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. Myself and Brad Ferguson, who uh, I don't know if you, you know Fergie. Fergie is Barry Alvarez's um, son-in-law. I was going to say, exactly. And, I don't know him, so, but I know the name. You know, yes. Jake Ferguson, the yep. tight end that got drafted. His And so Fergie was best man in our, in our wedding. And oh, wow. uh, and so I, we, we played in the Shrine Bowl together. He's from Shadron, Nebraska. Shadron. And I remember us – there no, that's were, the panhandle. Listen, there were there were twice I know for sure we would test out after and I can't remember I know it was after our our freshman year you test out. Fergie and I picked cleaned out our lockers, put them in the mesh bag and took them back to the dorms because we knew we were getting cut. Are you serious? Oh. <laughs> we're walking we're walking right by Buck Belcher. We're walking we're ba- walking back to Harper Shram Smith and we got our bags over the mesh bag I can o- see o- right be- now. Be- over our shoulder and 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 people are driving by, you know how they drive by going cars oh, yeah. they're driving by. What are you guys doing? And they said, "Hey, listen, I, we're getting cut and we're taking all this stuff with us." <laughs> They are we're not, getting some gear. Uh, we're getting are, something out of this deal. Yeah, and, and, and for whatever reason, every time we tested out, because we weren't guys that were going to test out very, very well, every time we test out, we we're just sure we we're going to get cut. You know, but it was that survivalist mentality. That's right. just what, what you had. And then pretty soon you got it figured out. You, you made it survive through your red shirt year, and then your, your, your third year, you got a chance to play a little bit. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, man, I, I can play this game. And then your junior year, and it's just mm-hmm. that hierarchy of keep going up. And they would recruit all Americans, and sometimes guys would get hurt. Sometimes they would never go to class, get it figured out. Right. It, it was just this thing, and you just you just put your head down, and you just worked, and you just said, you know, I'm going to see, see how, this, how this turns out. Raph, go ahead, brother. I was just going to ask you, um, before you got or Nebraska, was there any other colleges you were looking at, or was it your dream to walk on it or play walk on at Nebraska? I mean, is that what you were dead oh. set on? Because I know back in that time it was Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska. I wasn't sure if there's anything else that you know. It was strange because um, I never ever thought I was going to be good enough to play at Nebraska. Hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't a dream of mine. It was just one of those things. I mean, I grew up as a fan. I I can I can tell you I can tell you where I was in 1978 when when Derry Nelson sacked Phil Bradley and I listened to to Kent Pavelka. I can tell you where I was. I can tell you the very first game I remember watching when I was 5 years old was Game of Century and Jeff Kinney. Wow. I mean, I can remember that. That was the, I couldn't remember a game before that. Yesterday um, Jeff Kinney calls my cell phone about a golf tournament, and I'm and I look at that, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is Jeff Kinney." <laughs> <laughs> but but so so, Raph, to answer your question, I, no, I didn't have it. I I liked basketball better than better than football. Um, I maybe could have played in the G Pack, maybe uh, basketball. 
Um, I never really thought about it. I, I, Wyoming, I went out there to football camp because of Jay Novacek, and, and they wanted me to walk on. I got down the last two weeks. They were talking scholarships. I got down the last two weeks, and uh, they took a kid from, from Denver instead of me, and they said, we'd love you to walk on. And uh, uh, J.P. Novacek, our, our coach, yeah. I didn't know this at the time, but there was um, a lot of uh, GPAC schools and and, and and different smaller schools that were um, – um, sending letters and at that time they'd send it to your head coach and then he would he would during during weight training he'd hand you a letter right you know he, i knew this because of all the letters that bump got i didn't know it from the letters <laughs> i got but, but, but I, I i you know and and i found out later on that he was telling these coaches um and i don't think mommy's really interested yeah and and i i never had a chance to be interested hmm. because he because he was like i, I think you can probably walk on I think he probably played Nebraska, and he knew his son was going to Nebraska, and he thought that'd be a good deal. And he thought, for some reason, he saw in me, and he had 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 the ability to, uh, you know, see that maybe I could I could play there. I never thought I could. So it, it, there 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 was no there was no recruiting cycle. There was no uh, a bunch of official visits. It was just hey, uh, John Melton. Remember John Melton? Coach Melton. Yeah, well, John, John Melton's coach. John Melton years. coming. Uh, God rest his soul. Absolutely, come and uh, and and said, hey, hey, Monty, I really think I'd like you to, you know, maybe you can come walk on. <laughs> I think you can maybe play here. And I, when him saying that was like a was like a scholarship offer to me. You know, absolutely. And my parents, you know, were very supportive and they allowed me to, uh, you know, walk on. And at that time, it was the scholarship, you know. The tuition wasn't nearly as much as it is now, right. but the, but we had saved enough money from to pay for that. Right. Yeah. So uh, and then when I earned a scholarship, um, I think right before at the end of my in middle of my junior year, I earned a scholarship. You know, it was like the biggest thing because you get that scholarship and and uh, and and you know, it's like, hey, this 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 is working. This this that's all paid off. Monty, you mentioned several things during that during your just your talk right there. You mentioned just the fact that work ethic. You mentioned the fact that someone saw something that you didn't make me see in yourself and Coach mm-hmm. Novacek. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that scholarship, uh, just walking on, which is as good a scholarship to you. Where did that mindset come from? You mentioned your father, hard work, work ethic, et cetera. Why do you think it's important for the walk-on program even now mm. as we see it? Now, you think about back then. You know, you said the number of scholarship players, but 50 walk-ons. Why do you think that's just such an integral part of the history of Nebraska football and how that can still be an important part of Nebraska football. Well, um, the walk on thing is just, is all about what I just described. It's about work ethic. It's about, um, you know, having a goal and, 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 and it's, it's about culture culture and there will always be, and, and I get on different shows and I, I, I do some different things and sometimes culture gets overused and sometimes it gets used and people kind of roll their eyes. Cultures are such a real thing. It is yeah. such a real thing. And, yeah. and I am just convinced that you have to have those walk-ons um, to establish the culture. There was no doubt in my mind that um, I was given just a fair, a fair chance to compete. That's right. And uh, none, of these, none of these guys were promised anything back in those days. They That's weren't right. promised a starting spot. Right. And uh, if, if, I, if I outworked somebody, I was going to be rewarded for it. And that's, and that's a cultural thing. So what's it do for me? It makes me work harder. And, and, um, and I, I talk about this all the time with people, that if you look statistically year after year after year, the number of walk-ons who have contributed has not went down. No, it, it has. It hasn't went down. That's the quality point. of those walk-ons are still now the depth 
is not as good. Right. In other words, um, a lot of those guys that were walking on during our era and, mm-hmm. and before now, they're going to smaller schools. They're yeah. going to the South Dakota, South Dakota States. They're going yep. to those, those places and, and good for them. But, um, um, that, that whole mentality of a, of a walk on, um, is very very real i just i'm sitting here and i'm getting some text messages from my, my lincoln people you know <laughs> you know matt masker just sent me a, a text message matt masker would be a perfect example today matt masker probably is not going to compete for a starting position at the university of nebraska mm-hmm. but you will never find a better not person you're, and you're never going to find a nope. better person right. than <clears throat> matt masker and he has right. gotten everything everything out of that Husker experience and that University of Nebraska experience. Absolutely. And that's what I think, you know, you can always transfer somebody somewhere else. You bet. But if you stick something out and you get, you squeeze everything out of it, that just means so much. And, uh, man, you know, that's a perfect example. You know what you just said with the massacre. And, folks, if you have questions you want to call in, actually text line the Honda Lincoln Hotline at 4246456855 or the Sarder Heyman text line at 4246456855. Raph, you know I use this term quite a bit. In fact, I'm getting T-shirts made up, uh, made up for it. And Harris, I'm gonna tell you this. And you made it uh, just you brought that point up, uh, MK. And I call Monty uh, Kratzenstein MK or Big Bro. <laughs> I always say ring the rag. And what I mean by ring the rag, mm. ring every bit of that rag out of talent, potential, etc. Ring it out. And you're one of those guys. Mark was one of those guys. I can go on and on and on. I mean, from I am hip. To um, I mean, I just go on and on. The uh-huh. number of walk-ons that and and just players in general. Coach Osborne created a culture of ringing the rag, getting every bit, every drop of potential out of every single player. But by, by the time you were done, there was nothing left because you wrung it all out. You, you've heard Coach Brown talk about talent ratio. Yes, and that I've used that 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 talk in so many of my discussions with people when i was a teacher when i was a coach when yep. I, when i do do speeches or whatever, as well. refereeing yep. i just talked about that where you know the whole point being uh, everybody's not given the same amount of talent right. but it's how much talent you use what that's that right. ratio is of the talent that you're given versus the talent that you use is what's really important and that's, that's not right. what the world that's not really what the world views as right. success right but you know if i was only i only had maybe 80 talents compared to those guys that had 100. Right. But, you know, I feel like I used 77 of those 80. I you would know, say so, 80. So, 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 so <laughs> I'd my say ra- 80. Well, <laughs> Raph, you, you were really good about saying, talking about my hands. You didn't talk about my legs. You didn't talk about my feet. <laughs> Do you know, AD, that I, I, I think I might have some distinction. I might have been the slowest tight end to ever start games at Nebraska. No, think about that. And and coach, if Coach Brown is listening right now, he's laughing. He's <laughs> laughing. Million dollar hands, ten cent feet. Million dollar hands, ten cent feet. But I could not. But but you know, I just couldn't run very fast. So you had to figure out ways to get open. You had to figure out ways to make it work. Because God maximized uh, your God ability. didn't give me a great speed, you know. But He gave me the ability to do a lot of things. That's I right. kind of figured it out. And it, it's you know, we, I joke about it, but I, I I think I I think I was the slowest. I mean, you look at forty times. I think I was the slowest tight end to ever start in Nebraska. You, That's no joke. And what, and what you just – Harrison, you think about that. What he just said right there, the slowest tight end to ever play at Nebraska. The keyword play at Nebraska and slow, seems like an oxymoron. 
but it shows you how you maximize your abilities in those other critical areas that were important. Well, you just figured out. You, you, figured, you figured out. out. You figured out with technique. You, you figured you, out. You figured out with listen. It was all about that six six inch step that yep. and which which foot you step with and yep. where you put your hands Small and where things. you put your head because you know listen I wasn't going to ever outrun anybody and yep. thank goodness that Coach Osborne's offense had the counter sweep bootleg because <laughs> because you know we, we we hand the ball we all hand the ball off to our eye back and all of a sudden then you run the run the bootleg off that counter sweep action and you know slow guy like me would get, would get wide open you know and and that's that's just and, and again that's a that's a analogy for a lot of other things right it isn't just about your pure athletic ability you got to figure things out and sometimes you know if you're smarter than your opponent you know good things happen to you, you. figure it out Monty, let me ask you this, man. When was it – was there a play? Was there a practice? Was there a game? Mm. To when you sit, when it clicked for you, they're just like, you know what? I can play with these guys. Mm. Um, my, jun my junior year – my spring of my junior year, Todd Milliken is an all-big all eight uh, chief, all-big eight tight end. I, and I played with – I'd love to – I played with some great guys. Yes, you I did. mean, some great guys. Um, Walk-ons, All-Americans, uh, they were great guys. But Todd Milliken was hurt a lot. Yeah. And uh, tough, tough guy. But he's hurt a lot. So the spring going into my um, junior year, so Todd, Todd was hurt. Okay. And so I got all the number one reps. And I was kind of fighting for that spot, you know. Mm -hmm. But I got the number one reps because I, I was a junior. And I was the guy that was um, the, the the young bucks, the William Washington, the Chris oh, yeah. Garris weren't ready quite right. yet. So I got right. all those reps. So I'm, so I'm getting all the number one reps with um, – with Bob Sledge and Andy Keeler and, and 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 Steve Taylor and 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 those guys and uh, and and I'm telling you, it, Doug Glazier, it was just one of those deals where I got all the reps and I and we'd be down the pit, we'd be down all the, the pit. pit. We've heard the you pit know? a lot. <laughs> we'd be doing we'd be doing that stuff, and you know, as tight ends, we'd go we'd go on the edge of the pit we'd we'd get there and they let us do some pass blocking stuff because <laughs> yeah. you're laughing because we were, we were kind of wannabes we we kind of wanted to be down there in the pit with those guys but then when the fight started breaking out a lot of us tied we in, out like, yeah. we're, we're, <laughs> gotta go Rav. Yeah, gotta go yeah. and let, it's seven on seven time yeah yeah I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna catch some pal work on my releases I'm gonna, I'm gonna go work on I'll work on the stuff like that but uh but but that's but that was the time that that spring ball and and I figured, hey, I can I can play this game. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, now I can't be a Todd Milliken, I can't be an all conference player, but as a junior, you know, I played enough and and kind of helped the young guys. You know, William William Chris and I were were a threesome our our senior year. Yeah, I, they let me start because I was a senior. But those those guys, they they're my guys. Um, we each had our individual talents. We each did our own thing. We each had our plays that we specialized in, and we helped each other, and it was a brotherhood. We're going to take a quick break, but a quick shout out to uh, Monty's little Husker brother, William Washington. It's his birthday Happy today. Birthday. Happy birthday to William hey, Washington. William, William has never been little. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call him William Washington. Big Will. Folks, we'll be back with Monty. Crash and sign, former Nebraska tight end, the best hands. In the words of Coach Brown, ever played at Nebraska as far as tight end. You're riffing with Raf and AD. 93.7 a ticket. We'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. 
How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.